Enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Talkcast. Your one stop for all things geek. All things geek. You are listening to the Temple of Geek Talkcast, where if at first you don't succeed, get a lightsaber and try again. I am your host, Daniel. And on today's episode, we talk about Star Wars The Force Awakens. Joining me, we have Marcus, Chad, Katie, Vincent, and myself. How are you guys doing today? Good. Super. All right, so on this episode, I just kind of wanted to just to kind of just chat about Star Wars and just what our thoughts are going to be on this, this new film that's coming out um, as of this recording. When you, when you all listen to this, when our, our fans listen to this episode, it's going to be today. The episode will be coming out, matter of fact, nine hours from the day this episode is released. Nine hours after this episode is released, Star Wars will be here finally. Guys, episode seven after – I can't even count. After so many years, <laughs> we're finally going to get a Star Wars movie. I'm, I'm, I'm just super stoked. So Me too, Slade. Wh- <laughs> <laughs> I just can't with the dog. First things first, what are you all expecting out of this movie? Are you expecting – a, a resolution to the Luke Leia Han storyline? Are you expecting something better than the prequels? What? Let's let's start with Vince. I am expecting. Or okay, we can start with Chad. But it's okay. Let's okay, start we'll with, start with Chad. Let's, let's start with Chad. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna be funny and say I was. Ex- uh, I'm excited for the return of Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> you know, said no fan ever. <laughs> Vince, you don't think Jar Jar's going to be in the film? God, I hope not. <laughs> Unless that whole rumor thing is true. What, about, about him being a Sith Lord? Yep. If that, if that happens, then that will make me like Jar Jar. Because he played everybody. Marcus, what are your thoughts? Um... I mean, I've always liked Star Wars, but it's never been uh, something I've been, you know, crazy about or anything. So I'll probably watch it, but definitely not this coming weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not doing that. Oh, I'm I'll, sorry. I'll, That's not happening. I'm going to be there day one, 7 p.m. <laughs> yeah, I tried to be cool I'll be there at eight. tickets, but uh, they're sold out. <laughs> Marcus was Mar- <laughs> like, I can't even go. <laughs> Yeah. Marcus was like, my birthday is that weekend. Uh, what are you doing? I was like, watching Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. That's so sad. That's so weird. The entire weekend. Nah. Nah, we'll, we'll celebrate Marcus's birthday, but afterwards I'll go to Star Wars again. Actually, did you all hear about the marathon, the marathon contest that's happening at Alamo Draft House in Austin? No. No. So, Alamo Draft House, I, I already entered this competition, by the way. Um, they choose seven people, just seven people. That's it. And these seven people have to be there at 4 o'clock in the morning, Thursday morning, and they're going to watch episodes 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6. After episode 6 ends, they get to go out, take a break, whatever, come back in, and then they're going to watch episode 7 repeatedly to see who the last person is that can stay awake. What? Where do I sign up? And the winner of this competition will win movie passes to Alamo Draft House for seven years. 
Um, they will win these uh, exclusive Mondo prints that are rare or ultra hard to find from Star Wars. And they're also going to win, like, top, uh, tops trading cards and things like that. So pretty cool little prize package. I would love to get chosen for that just to be – just to be able to say, hey, I competed in a, in a competition like that, I, you know, based off of our 24-hour game of marathon, I don't think I would survive more than 16 hours. <laughs> I, was about, I was just about to say that. I was going to be like, all right, well, 16 hours in, you better hope nobody makes it that far. <laughs> but then again, it is Star Wars, so I don't know. But yeah, that's, that's a long time. What's that? Will there be drinks there? Yeah, they, there'll be drinks and food and stuff, but you can't bring, like, anything like caffeine pills you can't take any outside drugs you can't you can't chat you Drug. can't text so i can bring roofies for everyone else <laughs> yeah as long as you don't take it yourself you're fine oh well, put me on that train yeah if, wow. if you if y'all go to the uh, alamo draft house uh um website it, and read the description it's pretty funny like what they say like no illegal drugs uh things like that so but yeah, I entered the competition, so I'm hoping – I doubt I'll get chosen. It's only seven people, but that would be freaking awesome. I mean, how many people are we'll in probably Austin? have to postpone the gaming marathon after that. Yeah, I'd be like, you know what, dude? <laughs> We're going to wait till next year. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 47 hours ridiculous. later. Oh, my God. So Star Wars The Force Awakens, we're going to get introduced to a new cast of characters – what you all have seen of the trailer so far, uh, do you think you're going to like these, this new cast? I think so. Who do you think is going to be probably yeah. the Luke-type character, the, the main the main character? Do you think it's going to be John Boyega's character, or do you think it's going to be Daisy Ridley's character? Probably Who are they? <laughs> John Boyega is the, the gentleman that is of African-American descent. <laughs> You mean eh. Finn? What are their characters' names? <laughs> yeah, jeez. Isn't his name Finn? His name is Finn. Not not to be confused with Finn Calrissian that Amazon confused him with. But um, <laughs> you know what's funny is if he turns out to be his son, that would be pretty hilarious. But I think those guys are supposed to be older than these characters, like way older, like could possibly be his grandson. Um, he still and, get down as an old man. I don't know if they have space Viagra. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> oh, I do know. <laughs> Lando Curry seems like. Hey, it was a long time. It was a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. You either believe it or you don't. He's like, I don't need no Viagra. I got Colt Forty Four. <laughs> Lando. So Daisy Ridley's character is named Ray. Ray. Um. Ray in the show looks like she is well trained with some sort of weapon, a bow staff type weapon. I'm just I'm the thing that I'm most interested about finding out is where the hell is Luke Skywalker? Yep. Where he's not in any of the promos, he's not in any of the trailers. So like we get hints that he might be in the trailer because we saw the his the hand. hand, what we think is his hand on R2D2. So let's, yeah. let's talk but about that for a know. second. Why do you think they haven't shown Luke yet? Because I think he's a Sith Lord. Really? Oh, dude, that'd be jacked up. Uh, I think I mean, he, I think he's physically disfigured in the face. I don't want to show him. From what I understand, it's um, going to be a pivotal part of the film. 
I think he's going to be a Sith Lord. Because he was well on his way to the dark side already. I mean, if you look at Return of the Jedi, like, Yoda told him that if he left before his training was finished, then he would be on the path to the dark side, which is what he did. And he did some pretty dark stuff. But you don't think he redeemed himself at the end of the film? I don't know. I mean, I mean, yes, he saved everybody, but that doesn't mean that he wasn't. He's kind of like balancing between the dark and the light side. So it's very possible that the scales could be tipped <clears throat> that pushed him over to the dark side. You never know. Well, if you remember in Return of the Jedi, Luke did give in to the dark side when he was about to strike the Emperor. But he stopped and realized that he turned to the dark side or was turning to the dark side. No, Vader, Vader stopped him from striking the Emperor. No, Luke I'm talking gave about, in to the dark side. Well, Luke gave in to the dark side when he was striking Vader. He was going down on him with the lightsaber, remember? And then he saw his father's chopped off hand, and he looked at his hand, and he realized, oh, shit, I'm turning into my father. And that's when he threw his lightsaber away, and he said, I am a Jedi like my father before me. So I think he was turning to the dark side, but I think at that point he realized it and came back to the light. Actually I don't good. know. I mean, it could be either way, I feel like. But because we have no idea, they've, they've kept his character such a secret, like what happened to Luke. They've kept it such a secret this whole time that we have absolutely no idea what happened. I don't it's think he turned to the dark side. I'm hoping he didn't turn to the dark side, I guess, really is what I'm really trying to say, because I think that would, I think that would ruin the original trilogy for me, because I really... You know, growing up, I was confused as a kid watching that scene. I'm like, is he turning bad? What's the deal? But at the end, I knew he was good. So I think if he ended up being bad after 30 years, I just think that would ruin that whole thing for me. Because did that mean he was just really bad the entire time? Did he really fall and turn? I know. Just... Well, wasn't there something, I can't remember, I think somebody posted an article or something about how George Lucas was talking about the original screenplay for Return of the Jedi, the direction that Luke's character was supposed to go? Yeah, Luke was supposed to originally go evil. Um, So he was supposed to be dark side, but they decided to change it because... Because it sells toys. Merchandising. It sells Correct. toys because of merchandising. So they changed. So he was originally supposed to go that direction. But they changed it. Yeah, so they could the original, sell more stuff. The original title was supposed to be Revenge of the Jedi. And they felt, that, the Jedi. they felt that that was too dark. And in the middle of uh, when they started releasing merchandise and stuff, because you can actually find merchandise like posters and stuff with the title Revenge of the Jedi out there in the wild. Um, they changed it because they felt it was too dark, and they changed the storyline and things. Um, so, yeah, originally he was supposed to go bad, if rumors are true. But I don't think in final cut of the film that's really what, what happened on film. But we'll see in T-minus nine hours. <laughs> so. I mean, it's not unheard of for them to go back and change things. I mean, they a lot of times they do test audiences before they do the final release to see their reaction to it because they did that with um with Pretty in Pink and it was a completely different movie from Star Wars but they did a <laughs> test audience and they didn't like the original ending because she didn't end up with 
Andrew McCarthy's character, Blaine. So they went back and reshot the ending so that she ended up with Blaine instead of being with Ducky, like she was written to be with. So was Molly Ringwald's character a Sith Lord or a Jedi in that film? I don't, I don't remember. I'm just telling, I'm just making a, I'm just using an example because it's the only example <laughs> I know of. God, I said it wasn't definitely the same as Star Wars. Definitely a Sith. Definitely a Sith. Molly definitely a Sith. Definitely. Definitely. She's a redhead. Yeah, and her apprentice is Long Duck Dong from 16 Candles. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry I brought that up. So one of the other, one of the other, uh, I guess, rumors and things that's going around on the internet is that there's going to be a major death scene in this film. And in the trailer, we see Ray's character leaning over something that looks like maybe a body of some sorts crying. So one of the theories is is that either Han Solo or Chewbacca dies. What are y'all thoughts on these these characters? <gasps> no, that, no. I mean, I'm kind of okay more letting Han go than Chewie. <laughs> like, messed up. But ha, do you, did you all see the scene that I'm talking about in the trailer where there's there where Ray's crying over that body? Yes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> maybe. I maybe. I'm thinking it might be Chewbacca, possibly. That some is people are, not fair. Some people are speculating that it that, that it actually looks kind of like a leather jacket that uh that uh what's his name Poe and uh, Finn are actually wearing in the trailer that brown leather jacket. So they think it might be one of those two characters that pass away in the film. I noticed that in the trailers it really looks like that Han and Chewbacca are going to be like the two main characters from the original trilogy, it looks like they have the biggest part in the film. I mean, do y'all get that vibe watching these trailers? Yes. Uh, Yeah, I mean, because they've got them in more than one scene in completely different settings. Correct. Like, you see Han in the winter outfit. You also see him on that one planet. You see him going into the the Falcon scene, different things like that. So the only time they ever showed Leia was when she was at the base and then the outside scene where she's hugging Han. It looks like where they're getting ready to go to the battle, the final battle. Um, and we haven't seen Luke yet. I mean, the only thing we've seen of Luke is like what Katie said. We just saw a hand. We're assuming it's Luke because he's with R2. Oh, I don't know. Will a major character die in this film? I think J.J. Abrams would probably do it, kill off a character. Um, yeah, I mean, he's done it before. He killed off Kirk in Star Trek II. I mean, I'm just saying, I don't know if you can really, if you're allowed to piss off Star Wars fans after the first, after the trilogy, the second trilogy. Well, I don't think I don't killing, off, killing, killing off a major character I don't think will piss off fans as long as it's he's killed off right. I mean, you don't want Greedo coming out going, I shot first, bitch, and shot him, you know, shoot him. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, fans would get pissed off at a cheap death like that. But, I mean, if he goes out heroically and epically, then, yeah, fans are going to be okay with a, a major character's death. One of the other things I wanted to discuss about the film is the new villain, Kylo Ren. In the prequel trilogy, Bamf. In the prequel trilogy, we were introduced to one of the coolest Sith lords to ever grace film, Darth Maul. Uh, yeah. Said said Sith lord was obliterated by Obi Wan at the end of the movie by a cheap maneuver. <laughs> he cut him in half. It was cheap. Do you think Kylo Ren is? going to be a character that's here for 
the entire trilogy, or do you think he is going to be a one movie villain? A one off. I definitely have an opinion. Yeah, I would definitely think he would have to be a one off. I okay, so this kind of goes back to um, um, uh, when we talk about the the Dragon Ball Z movies, how it, it kind of feels like. Um, you know, they spend the first half of the movie, like, developing a problem, and then the second half of the movie, they're actually fighting the villain, and then the villain dies by the end of it. So, within an hour and a half to two and a half hours, depending on what movie you're watching, you just see this villain, and you only, they only fight for 45 minutes or so, and it makes it seem like they're, the, that the battle is not very important, mm-hmm. especially since they get killed off. And you you see them, and then they're killed off in the same movie. So it makes it seem like it's not important. And that's why I really want Kylo Ren to be in the entire trilogy, or, or at least in two movies. Do you think that they would kill off that character, though? I mean, because here, here's my thought on that process. People were pissed that they killed off Darth Maul. It's like, why did you introduce— Because he was so badass! It's like, why did you introduce <laughs> this most awesome freaking Sith Lord and then just kill him off at the end of the film? Right, it makes it it makes him seem insignificant because you know he 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 barely had any screen time. So one of the things you just said was don't piss off Star Wars fans. So do you think they're going to do that same thing again? Do you think they would actually introduce a character? Because I'm not going to lie, Kylo Ren looks like he's going to be a badass character. Um, do you really well, think they're going to introduce this Sith Lord and then just take him out after one movie? So those first three, or the not the first three, the second three episodes one through three trilogy. <laughs> Um, they they're they're already notorious for being you know the 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 biggest upset of any franchise that's you know ever been released. So I would be willing to bet <laughs> that they're that they're that they're going to learn from that and they're not going to do something like that. So that's the reason why I'm going to say that they won't do that again. Okay, Vince, what are your thoughts on this? Well, we talked about this a long time ago. How the the thing about the original trilogy was that there was a main villain throughout the entire series. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. And if Kylo Ren does is the villain for this whole thing, because I mean, there, there, there's two villains in this thing. We have uh, the that silver stormtrooper lady. Uh, I forgot what her name was. Like General Captain, Captain Phasma. Captain Captain Phasma and Kylo Ren. I think Captain Phasma is probably going to be the main villain because Kylo Ren doesn't seem like he he's not he's not supposed to be Jedi or Sith. So uh, I think uh, Kylo Ren might be like kind of a neutral party trying to play both sides. Uh, there, there's also a rumor that he's a what, what's her face's brother or something. Like they're they're twins. Yeah, that's that was going to be the next thing I was going to talk about. We have three new young cast members in the film. We have well, technically four if you talk about Poe, um, who's the Jedi starfighter. Uh, but we got. Finn's character, we got Ray and we got uh, Kylo Ren. 
So are these descendants of the original trilogy characters? <clears throat> well, what, Somebody do, has do you to think, be. Uh, do you think Finn is really like uh, Lando's son? I don't think he's Lando's son. Um, I have a theory, uh, and I see that it's actually on the internet now, so I've seen that other people have the same theory too. Earlier this year, um, Marvel Comics released a an issue where we found out Han Solo actually has a wife or had a wife prior yep. to meeting Leia. Um, her name was Sana Solo in the comic books. And we all know now that the new Marvel comic book series is actually canon to the Star Wars franchise. So it, that storyline is actually the real story of Star Wars. Um, so my thoughts are, oh, and by the way, Sana happens to be of African-American descent. So my thoughts are that Finn's character is potentially a grandchild of Solos, I think that would be kind of a cool twist because you know everybody's thinking, oh, Han and Leia had kids. Well, what if Han and Leia really didn't have kids? What if, what if Han actually had a son or something like that with this other woman, and he had a whole family of, you know, offspring that he didn't know about? I said, did you see Princess Leia? There was some kids having him. Just saying. Okay. Well, let me throw something at you. <laughs> In the very first trailer for Star Wars: The Force Awakens. One of the very first lines that we hear out of one of the original trilogy characters was trilogy characters was Han Solo when he said Chewie, we're home. I think that scene's going to be the very first time that they've been on the Millennium Falcon in the last 30 years. That's why he's referring cuz you could tell that they're on the Millennium Falcon and he's telling Chewie, "Hey man, we're home. This is, you know, our ship. This is our home." I think Han Solo has been imprisoned for the last 30 years or has been some sort of prisoner what? of the First Order, because the Rebellion's still been at war with these these guys, and he's been a he was an important character of the Rebellion. So I th I think potentially that Han Solo may have not been with the Resistance for the last thirty years, and he has just been rescued, and that's why he's saying that we're now home. Just a thought. So if that's the case, he didn't have time for hanky panky with Leia. <laughs> they found time prior to that, I'm sure. <laughs> I don't think they had conjugal visits. <laughs> you don't know. They do. So anyway, just a theory of mine. I see Vincent's getting into this theory. So last thing I kind of want to talk about about Star Wars um, before we all go see the movie. Have you all noticed that this film has not been marketed as Episode 7? It has not. It's They've simply Star Wars, The Force they, Awakening. Exactly. Why do, you think, why do you think they're not doing that? Why do you think they're not saying, hey, guys, this is episode seven? You pissed somebody really off with episodes one, two, and three. <laughs> that didn't turn out so well. <laughs> so you think it has something to do with the prequel trilogy? They don't want to kind of make it relate to that? Because they, no, the prequels was like that. They were like, this is episode one. Guys, episode one. This is the first story in the Star Wars saga, you know, episode two, three. They made sure that you knew that these were part of the Star Wars saga. This film, the fans know that this is the seventh film, but they're not marketing as episode seven. We know it's going to be episode seven, but it's just not marketed that way. So I don't know. That's just kind of something I always found weird with this marketing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I think maybe they just don't want to look dumb with the numbering scheme. <laughs> Because, I mean, like, I know Star Wars was originally just called Star Wars, but then yes. they turned out to be four, five, and six, and then they did one, two, and three. And so 
I guess releasing them after one, two, and three, they don't want to make it seem like it could be four, five, and six. It will be seven, eight, nine, but I don't know. It, it seems like a, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. Well, I, I know that we're getting ready to be inundated with Star Wars because Disney's plan is to release a Star Wars film every year until the unforeseeable future. So this year we get Episode 7. Next year we get Rogue One, which has nothing to do with the core storyline. I'm just going to call Episodes 1 through 9 the core story. Um, so it's going to be part of the anth- anthology film. So next year's Rogue One is actually going to take place before episode four. (laughs) So don't get confused. So the anthology films are going to be taking place in different time periods of the Star Wars universe. It has nothing really to do with the core story, but it's going to take place in the broader universe. Um, Then the following year after Rogue One, we're going to get episode eight. Then the year after that, we're going to get the Han Solo solo film. Han Solo solo film where we get to see a young Han Solo, how he became the rogue scoundrel that we've all grown to love. Um, and then after that, we're going to get episode nine and then whatever films they have planned after that. Do you think how, they're going to... How far are they going to milk this series? I mean, seriously. Disney just paid $4 billion for this franchise. They are going to milk the shit out of it. I mean, isn't that much to Disney. It's really not. And Star Wars has literally taken over all of Tomorrowland. I didn't go over there because there was too many people when I was at Disneyland on Friday. But oh my god, and they're building a whole new land. I'm I'm excited. That's awesome. And they also need to build a new land for Marvel because <laughs> between Star Wars and Marvel. Disney is rolling in the money. Disney is Scrooge McDucking the money. (laughs) (laughs) It's like in a vault and they're just like rolling around in it. (laughs) Wow. So. So those are my thoughts on Star Wars. I know you guys are excited to see it. Probably not as excited as I am. I know Vincent's probably. Vincent saw me when I I was really excited about episode three. Vincent, remember how excited I was. I I was. I was super. Yes, I did pee myself numerous times. So, I'm super stoked about this film. I can't wait to talk about it after we all go see it. Um, go Team Venture. So, let's go ahead and quickly move on to this week's Superhero Death Match. On this week's episode, we have The Dark Knight of Gotham City, Batman. Versus, versus the Scarlet Speedster, The Flash. Now, for those of you who are listening at home, this bracket was just randomly generated, and I'm sorry for the way these characters were paired up against each other. I, I truly apologize. Marcus. Um, I, although I will say that the quarterfinals are turning out to be really good. Like, I think... I think the the strongest heroes of each side are, are are really pulling forward. So I think that this the the second round of fights will be really will be really great. So last week we talked about Captain Marvel and uh, Captain Marvel Daredevil. versus Daredevil. We don't have the results yet, so we'll we'll reveal those on a future episode. But I will reveal the results for Green Lantern versus Green Arrow, and 
the Green Lantern pulled ahead and destroyed the Green Arrow. So thank, you. so thank you for those out there in uh, in social media universe who actually voted. I really appreciate it. And the Captain thank Marvel versus Captain time. Marvel versus Daredevil is actually looking like it's going to be a good matchup. We're actually probably going to be in the double digits on this one. So I'm quite excited to see. It's drawn a lot Marvel. of it's drawn a lot of excitement. So I'm quite excited to see, and I'm hoping I'm hoping this week's episode is actually going to start up a little bit of controversy. So without further ado, let me go ahead and read those character descriptions so we can get talking. Bruce Wayne of Gotham was just a kid when he saw his parents get killed. Uh, his care uh, his parents were killed in a mugging in Gotham, and basically this turned Bruce's life around, and he decided to dedicate dedicate himself to become the world's greatest weapon against crime, known as the Batman. The website here says, forget his batarangs, Batmobile, or utility built filled with high-tech bat weapons. Batman is the most feared superhero of all because he's pushed himself to the absolute pinnacle of human achievement. He is a brilliant detective who's mastered fighting techniques the world's, um, world's barely heard of, an Olympic-caliber athlete with a plan for every occasion. Mm-hmm. Batman's seemingly always five steps ahead of his foes. But he, um, but in his crusade against injustice, two questions have always loomed: How far will he go to protect the innocent, and will his sacrifice his humanity along the way? His powers are exceptional martial artist, combat strategy, inexhaustible wealth, brilliant deductive skill, advanced technology. I really love that inexhaustible wealth is a superpower. <laughs> I'm just saying. (laughs) All right. The Flash. Barry Allen was struck by a lightning bolt doing an experiment, which caused him to get uh, tap into this thing called the Speed Force. Um, He is able to run at near lightning speeds. His powers provide the ultimate caffeine kick. He can run up buildings, move so swiftly he phases through objects, create sonic booms with the snap of his fingers. He never needs to order delivery. Despite his speed, Barry can become so obsessed with crime solving that he can still lose track of everything else around him, leaving him the fastest man alive, constantly running a minute behind. His powers are super speed, intangibility, and superhuman agility. So there you go. We have the fastest man alive. Versus the Dark Knight. Who wants to go first? Go ahead. I'll go. I'm going to go with The Flash. Of course you would. The Flash! No, but seriously, based on the description you just read, that The Flash can run so fast that he can phase through objects, does that mean people? Can he just, like, run? Yes. He can run through them? So he could totally just run through Batman and then kill him. Like... Punch him or throw lightning. You can do all of that stuff. Batman is going to be one of those characters that's going to be really hard to pit anybody against. And here's why. Batman in the comic books is extremely smart, and he's always five steps ahead. That means he has a backup plan for a backup plan for a backup plan. So if something goes wrong, he's already five steps ahead of trying to figure out what the next step is. Batman has a dossier on every single character in the DC universe. He knows everybody's weaknesses, and he knows how to exploit those weaknesses. So he's going to kidnap Iris? (laughs) Batman has literally brought down the Man of Steel, the most impervious guy in the DC universe. Yes, but this is a normal human. 
a normal human without superpowers, I'm, I might add, who has hey, brought down – forgetting inexhaustible wealth. Inexhaustible wealth. <laughs> he just throws some money at it. It'll be fine. I'll fix it. Is it Morgan Freeman's running this company or not? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. I just feel like the Flash has a pretty good chance. Because, well, I mean, he can also go back him. in time. Well, he can go back in time, too, because that's also one of his abilities. But can you go back in time if you're dead? Didn't say he was going to die. <laughs> I mean, it would take I, a lot I'm, to kill the Flash. I'm totally voting Batman. Well, you have a freaking Batman poster on your wall. Well, well let, who, let me hear your reasons who? why, Marcus. <laughs> what, are, what are your reasons for voting Batman? Um, well, I mean, just that. Um I mean, I mean, having a dossier on every character in the DC universe doesn't only doesn't only show that he's uh, very detail oriented or anything like that. It also shows that there's no there's no secrets that you can keep from him. He doesn't you know, trust he, anybody. He's able to. Right. I mean, he, he's able to he's able to see everything. Um, and then having his inexhaustible wealth that kind of gets him through almost any door that gets closed in front of him. So, um, yeah, I mean, so I mean, let's just say there's some formula that would make him win, just auto win, uh, whatever. You know, he could he could put I don't know five billion dollars into a lab to generate this formula. I'm just saying. I think that he has he, he has middle capacity and also, you know, <laughs> all of the uh, all of the items in the world that he would even need at his disposal to take down anybody he really wants to. Chad, what are your thoughts? You know, it's tough. Uh, because, I mean, of all the, the reasons that Marcus has mentioned. But because we're best friends, uh, I'm going to go with The Flash. Because if I was The Flash, I would go back in time to the moment that his parents got killed, and I would kill him too. Oh. Okay. okay. Pretty good. I like that. Let's talk about The Flash Paradox real fast. Hey, I saw that one. Flash went back in time already and changed the past in the comics. He went back and prevented his mother from getting murdered. This caused a paradox, which actually brought back a darker Batman. <laughs> a what? Batman. Thomas Wayne. A Batman that wasn't Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Wayne. Black? This, 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 this Batman was actually the father of Bruce Wayne. He actually became Batman because his son was murdered in front of him. Whoa! And by his, his wife, by his wife, who became the Joker. What? What? That's, what? That's ridiculous. So, just going back in time and preventing something from happening doesn't mean that you're going to get an outcome that you're really happy with. <laughs> so then he had to go back and prevent himself from doing that. What? This is why I don't read comic books. <laughs> it was a movie called The uh, Flashpoint Paradox. It was pretty cool. I also didn't see that. So we got myself with Batman. We got Katie with The Flash. We got Marcus with Batman. And we got 
with uh, Chad with the Flash. Vincent, let's hear you. Hear ye, hear ye. Batman. Okay, why would you go Batman? Because there's a big difference between the Flash and Batman, and it all comes down to the reason why Batman has a dossier on everybody in the DC universe. And why is that? Batman, because Batman doesn't trust anybody. Okay. There's going to be a point where Barry is going to have to rely on somebody, and Batman doesn't have to rely on anybody because he's the mother effing Batman. He relies on Alfred. True that. Not really. He pushes everybody away. Batman tries to push. No man's an island. Batman tries to push anybody that gets close to him away. I mean, that's why a lot of his partners end up leaving him. The jerk. He's a jerk. He knows he's a jerk. (laughs) So there you have it. Three for Batman, two for The Flash. Now, guys, the rest is up to you. I'll be posting this on social media with the, you know, with the handle Superhero Deathmatch and asking you to vote who you think the winner of this match would be. We will tally up the results and, you know, present it on a future episode of the Temple of Geek podcast so you know who the winner is. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Temple of Geek podcast. I'd like to thank my guests for joining me on this week's discussion. Stay tuned to the templeofgeek.com for the next all-new episode. And as always, thanks for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash templeofgeek. And remember to visit the templeofgeek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.